0: I feel like Danny's our standard old guy for our group. Like, cranky old guy.
1: I think you're just trying to pass
0: it off on him, since you're no, no, the cranky no. old guy. I'm not cranky old guy. I'm just old guy. Old guy magic. How many times have you flipped this table? Zero. So Enough. Far. I haven't flipped
2: any tables. <laughs>
1: cranky old guy. Not even close.
2: Fucking table.
0: See? See?
3: Welcome to This Week in MTG, with your hosts, Matt, Danny, Anthony, and Big G.
1: Hello and welcome, Magic folk, to episode 184 of This Week in MTG, your aggregate news podcast for all things Magic the Gathering. For your hosts, I'm Matt. There's Danny. What's up? No Garrett, but we got... Just Anthony, just Anthony. No longer, <laughs> eth- you've grown it, No,
2: it's just Anthony. Just That's
0: Anthony. It. It's just Anthony. Just Anthony.
2: Hold
1: Don't on. worry, Matt. Next week mm-hmm. I'll Capital have a new J. one for you. Don't worry, I'll delete that and just fix it all. Yeah, your title is now just, just Anthony.
0: Anthony. You better for going forward with the notes. It better say that from now instead of newish schmuck. I want to see it always say just Anthony.
1: We can make that happen.
0: Well, I'd like to see it happen, so. and it will happen. I'll, I'll see. I'll next be. week we'll have just Anthony on. The week after that will be just Anthony on. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see when I look at the notes next Monday, like at five thirty.
2: He's saying that you're going to be doing the podcast and just you.
0: That's right, just Anthony.
2: Just, just Anthony.
0: Enjoy the psychotic talks of artifacts and other things that are terrible in life.
1: We're glad that you decided to join us for this episode. I agree. Just Anthony. Just me. Just I Anthony. You're, you're the only one that's here right now. Nobody else. So are you guys in my head? No, nobody else is going to be listening to this episode. This episode is not just just Anthony's on it, but it's just for Anthony then too. I'm
0: glad. I you like to tell myself great stories. All right, we can move on now.
1: Thank you so much for <laughs> joining this episode. Starting out at the top of this episode, we want to express our sincerest gratitude to you, Yes, you, dearest listener, taking your time out of the week, tune into this lowly, awesome, jam-packed, news-filled Magic the Gathering podcast. We know that there are countless other MTG podcasts to choose from, and we're honored that you guys chose this one. We appreciate your support and feedback, and we want you to know that we are always striving to improve and make our podcast the best that it can be. We could not do it without you, and we're grateful for your continued support. So from all of us here at This Week in MTG, Thank you for listening, and we hope you continue. We also got to give a special thank you to the Patreons of this podcast. Their monetary support goes to hosting the website, the podcast, buying packs and cards for the giveaways. So we give a ginormous thank you to Wade97, Amu the Fox, Noah, Slade, Nikki, No Modifier, Jacob, Christian, Maddie K, Barra, Chimera, Casey B, Taylor M, Ricky R, Chris O, Coco. And with Coco, we got to give the obligatory check out the Aquarium Guys podcast. They are great. Mm -hmm. All your aquarium and fish needs. And then also, Chapman, thank you. Each and every one of you. If you guys want to be crazy in supporting us too, we got Patreon links down below. We got two tiers a $3 and a $10 for packs and cards. Um, We haven't done the drawings for July, but we're going to do it in the middle of the week instead of our usual Saturday. So I'm thinking tomorrow night is the most open that I got. Unless anybody else wants to do it by themselves.
0: Oh, I can't do tomorrow night. Alright. Otherwise a beer man.
1: That that's perfectly fine. <sighs> my my wife would probably appreciate not like another hour and a half long. We Secret won't be talking <laughs> about Lord of the
0: Rings cards and other stupid things while we waited. So
1: yeah, that's a perk you get uh put in for at uh, three dollars here, booster packs. Drawings for different booster packs that fit, fit a theme. This month is going to be Lord of the Rings, and the no card is going to be Lord of the Rings as well, because the one ring. Yep. it just came. It out.
0: will not be the One Ring. <laughs>
1: that is a very expensive card. Yeah, and we'll talk more about that when we get to that bit. Just That's gotta win right. the lottery. Other perks of being uh, a Patreon yeah. member: you get to join the uh, Patreon exclusive channel. In the free Discord, we have a free Discord. anybody can join that. But there is a Patreon exclusive Discord where you get like the links and stuff to those live streams, links to the unedited episode of the podcast, as well
0: as well as our extra special stuff we do, like the Warhammer we did last year. Yeah, they uh,
1: Patreon got that. Did we do that a whole week in advance before everybody? Else I think got for that? them, yeah. yeah, yeah, we did. So uh, stick tuned for whenever we get that kind of content going out again.
0: Well, we have to discuss. We do have a Lord of the Rings theme thing. We should maybe do too.
1: Yeah, Garrett did pick up some stuff. I think he mentioned maybe one. he's one set. I think he said it was keeping sealed.
0: Well, I also have them too. I could easily before I alter the decks. Either way, we could play with s- them quickly too. S- stick tune. We'll we'll
1: yeah. figure stuff out there. So yes, links down below if you want to do that. If you don't feel like or on or are
2: if you are unable to
1: or don't feel like supporting us on patreon you can also support us by sharing this episode with your playgroup, your friends your lgs rival it is a great way for us to get out in ears and uh, the more ears the better there's some sort of saying in there somewhere but i am not wise enough for that another excellent way of supporting us is by rating and reviewing us on whatever podcatcher you're listening on Spotify has just stars. iTunes has stars and write a review. If you write a review, I mean, that'd be cool. I don't think we have a written review yet, though, to be fair, I have not checked in a while if we have a written review. So you can do that there. Amazon has a podcatcher. You can rate a review on there. So whatever podcatcher you're listening on, rate, review, do that thing.
0: it would be great. We'd appreciate it.
1: We have another way that you can support us is by checking out our amazing sponsor jdub sports cards and gaming speaking of them let's hear an ad from them
3: now jdub sports cards and gaming located in west acres mall in fargo is your one-stop shop for all your magic the gathering needs in the store you will find a huge selection of sleeves play mats and dice for you to personalize your battlefield with Along with having a large variety of singles in their display cases, there are also binders and boxes for you to browse through. That much selection means that you will always find something you are looking for. J-Dubs is also the place to gather to play a wide array of formats with friends in the community. There is Commander League on Thursday nights, Modern League on Saturday afternoons, and Legacy Leagues on Sunday afternoons. And who can forget Friday Night Magic every Friday evening? J-Dubs has it all, Amonkhet to Zendikar and ways to sleeve, shuffle, and spell sling. Now, let's get back to the episode.
1: Thank you, J-Dubs, for supporting us. Now, with all that podcast business out of the way, let's move to the breakdown of how this episode is going to be structured for you, dear listener, and how you're going to listen to it. Well, you can listen to it whatever way, but we're going to tell you the things that are going to be on this episode. We're
2: <laughs> Start- going to tell you how to do this. Yes, yeah, so yeah.
1: you're doing it wrong. You're listening to podcasts You're going to listen to the way I do it. We're gonna just Anthony. We're going to go over to the Boggle Desk with Anthony, who's going to give us some NRG results and some upcoming events and something cool coming to Barcelona as well. Heck yeah. Yeah. After that, we're going to jump into the news. We got some pretty meaty, beefy topics to talk about this week. We missed out last week with no episode for the holidays, so we're going to oh. talk about the... A ring getting found. I've been waiting. We got anthology three, explorer, and historic seven anthology coming out, and commander masters previews are gonna be getting going here.
0: Yep, they're starting. Get your uh, get your pocketbooks greased and ready to lose those monies. Yeah,
1: yeah. After that, we're gonna jump over to the conjured currency section where we
0: play our f- everyone's favorite game. Can Matt guess what format's from? That seems and like why it. it's going up in price.
1: We got to work on the naming there. That seems a little too
0: long. We'll You're see, right? What's we'll the not the anagram, not the analogy, acronym? Acronym. How about we just go with why Matt is this going up in price? That's still too long. Too much of a mouthful. We'll I'll th- work. I'll work on. it We'll for think you. about it and come back to you.
1: So after that, you all could be done with us for another week, and you can go home,
0: be done with that. I mean, it could be a thought cast, too. Is there a thought? I there? added something. It's not like we have to do it. Ah, it there is, we go. It is something that's a little bit... If we have time, we can try. Okay. If we don't have time, that's something we can save for later, because it's gonna be going to be on for a long time. Well, let's just jump into the boggle desk, then. Okay. We're going to go on over. So, salt and sugar report. Uh, no salt. Sugar was pretty much the same old thing, which is we... Get to enjoy a great 4th of July holiday again in America, and hopefully people remembered why we get to enjoy that and all the other stuff. The sad part, though, is I didn't get to talk about magic for a week, so that's not salt. That's just sadness. Here, let me play on my violin for you, sir. The smallest one in the world. My heart bleeds for you it's god,
1: smaller
0: than that one. Oh my god you're like a master
1: at it <laughs>
0: yeah whatever anyways we're gonna move on with that so uh for we had some nrg results which isn't really much on this page actually <laughs> but we have is this, I, is this i'm it? serious that's all it is i was looking the whole time while you were going through the beginning and just, trying to find stuff the top deck. it is literally the top deck you know what this will be a quick one which will be nice and, Matt, you can go search as much as you want, to. I'm telling you right now, I didn't find anything else. I was looking for deck lists, everything. But we had a Energy series in St. Louis showdown weekend, which was also a side event for the RECQ, or as I like to call it, RECQ. That's what like I made fun of. But it was a modern event. Uh, you have Alexander Wiggins, who won a five zero round m- matchup for uh, with Red Black Scam. Um, you find anything on the old Twitter?
1: Is this the right winner?
0: No, no, no. That's from 22 hours ago. We got a, a that quote. was also awesome. legacy. We're looking for modern, modern. Well, who's that guy in the picture there? Who that guy? Is that guy's name Alexander Wiggins?
1: That's legacy. So
0: no, still legacy. They got a lot of legacy. Like, yeah, I don't clearly think we're fine. clearly they don't they don't care about modern. It's probably I wonder if there's a legacy weekend. Anyways, like I said, this it says in the title, it's from the side events of the RECQ. Oh. But Matt's gonna find us some legacy stuff. But for the for the modern event at least, Red Black wow. Scam that was uh, honed in by Alexander Wiggins. Maybe it was a team weekend. Ooh, event. a team trios thing?
1: Yeah, this weekend we had three showdown winners for our team event.
0: Oh, what does it say for that before we talk about this deck? There's no lists. All right, we don't care. So if you want to know more, check it out on Twitter. Check it out on their main site. Main (laughs) part of this deck. We're going to talk about the main thing for this deck. It is your most common, normal scam deck. Minus we have Orcish Bowmaster making an appearance as three copies. And then for sideboard, uh, Call of the Ring is the only. These are the only cards that have been added to this deck from Lord of the Rings. So is it a shock? That Orcish Bowmaster is in this deck. No. Correct answer. It, well, Wrong answer. In scam. In scam. I mean, who the, draws cards? Everybody, everybody draws, draws cards. Yeah,
1: everybody draws cards. Don't, so why
0: not have Orcish Bowmaster be a bomb? Because it dies to Fury pretty quickly. So, get a. Fury dies to Fury. Yeah, Fury dies Salty to Fury. Yeah, fury. dies to Fury. Okay, yeah, if we're going I, dies to Fury. Uh, everything. Does it really matter? Everything dies to Fury. Listen. It's a dies <laughs> to removal argument. Everything dies removal? Yeah, of course still. Who cares? Yeah. The point is, the reason why this is so good is like, um, so this will this will piggyback into stuff later we'll talk about, but like due to the fact that there's so much of the one ring running around in modern right now and also other uh for, eternal formats as well. Uh, of course, like for legacy vintage and commander, we don't really count that so much because they have odd and crazy things that happen all the time, but the One Ring is huge and modern right now, it's so it's it's been jam packed into every single deck, and it's also getting jam packed into every single deck that probably doesn't even need the card. But you draw cards, it takes life away from you for a number of counters on it. This card helps with removal. It helps with clearing uh, uh, clearing like pesky planeswalkers. This also helps with like cheating in that damage you need. It creates a two for one body stack for two mana, and like you get three power on the board right away with it. Because most of the time what you're doing is you're going to flash this in before a draw happens for an extra draw of some form. So on, on a small scale, you're looking at this card is two mana for a 1-1 one, one and a 2-2 two, two and also a shock on top of it. Or sorry, what's the... Oh, God, I can't think of what it's called. It's it's not just a shock. It's a It's a directional, like kind of shock where it splits the damage in different ways but anyways dual shot no fork no no fork copies yeah but you know what i'm saying yeah we'll figure out the card later or someone's going to tell us and it furies it, but it furies it, it furies. Furies, furies it out oh, furies furies sometimes no <laughs> this it's just a good card so it adds up for a lot of removal and like this this card has such a huge counterbalance right now in the format being like we had draw in the first place as a thing like not excessive draw but like we had draw, so this is what helps with that. But now that we have the one ring, we have excessive draw happening in a lot of decks. So it just does the work.
1: We got Christian wants to know. What's that? Anthony is a fairy. He knows what dies to a fairy. A fairy? <laughs> and then also he's uh, saying double shots as the, the split damage.
0: There we go. Double shots. There's the card. Like I said, someone was going to tell me when they got time. I'm not looking it up because I'm busy talking and doing stuff that does not require fairies. Though, if you want to, you can always hit me up in the Discord because I have a cool idea for a, either a Grixis fairy deck to build or a red-blue fairy deck. Does it involve desert? No, it's fairies. You're going to have deserts in there? He, he does not need to hang out with fairies. He's doing his own thing. We'll find out. He hangs out with robots. Anyways, that is it. That is the big hoo-ha. That is... This that's the only difference of the of the scam deck that they added. Okay. So I did find uh list from MTG Melee of this last week in the
1: trios event specifically.
0: Okay. So we're just gonna talk about the first top two spots and that'll
1: be it. So what do we got? Okay. First uh team Mason Grody. They come in with Ooh, Grody. Reanimator for legacy? modern.
0: Oh, they had modern, huh?
1: Yeah, because there's there's oh no, that, oh no, that's legacy. There's a scrubland. Okay, so yeah. yeah. They got Reanimator for uh, Legacy there. Okay. Dark Ritual and Tomb Exhum, Faithless Looting Reanimator. Thoughts, Any Lord Sons, of the Rings unmasked? cards? No.
0: Okay, average thing. We know oh, what it is. There's
1: a single Atraxa in there. Oh, and that's
0: still yeah. Is Coffin Purge? Coffin Purge is something from it's before not Lord of the Rings. Okay. No, that's not Lord of the Rings.
1: And then Colorless Slivers. Pioneer. And Pioneer. Interesting. No, modern. Oh Because modern. there's Mamano at School uh, School at Water's Edge. Breeding pool, flooded, yeah, flood okay. strands. So there. Oh, interesting. So uh Delighted Halfling, new card from Lord uh, of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. The four of the One Ring in there as yep.
0: well. And <laughs> like rip- I said, it's jammed in everything. Three Reprieve. That's a good card. And then in So is this green white slivers? Uh no, this is They say it's
1: colorless slivers. <laughs> colorless slivers, but the, it's uh five colored because they got Teferi, Time Raveler, Ren and Six, Elish Nord. Okay. I don't even know what Why is this called Slivers? I don't see any Slivers here. Not even in the sideboard. Maybe the name is wrong. Yeah, the naming conventions are always wrong online. So Colorless Slivers is not actually Colorless Slivers. It just looks like five-color
0: money pile. A single lightning bolt, Eldamri's call. Yeah, this is four-color Omnath. That's not... Okay. Sorry, guys. This is four-color Omnath, not Colorless Slivers. Yeah. Man, you're ruining my life right now, MTG Melee, with your naming convention. Yeah. Oof.
1: And then... Uh, a Tarka Red This one's Pioneer yep. With uh, Is okay. this a Tarka Red? It's not a Tarka Red Those sons of bitches Do you want to know what it is? What is it? It's not even the So uh, Grease Fang Okiba boss. Wait Noose Constrictor Wait uh-huh. Rafine's Informant Saint-er, Wait, wait Sater Wayfinder Okay Sater Waitfinder <laughs> finder. But nah, it's, uh It's Grease Fang Revival yeah, Reanimator. Yeah, Grease Fang, Reanimator, uh, Sky Sovereign, Parhelion, Esca's Chariot, it's uh, Abzan. So their deck namings are very bad here.
0: Unless it, unless it goes back to that thing where people just randomly name their deck something silly. Are Tarka Red for Grease Fang, Abzan Greasefang. I don't know. Okay. Let's well, just go to the second P- place, people, and oh. we'll be done. Fun fact, there's no Lord of the Rings cards in this Pioneer list. I would hope not, since it's not Pioneer legal. Uh, and if there is some stuff in there, we got some problems. Wait, how did the one ring get into this deck? G- it's in every deck. We got Grixis Delver
1: uh, for Team Brandon MacArthur. Grixis Delver, which is looks Grixis Delver-ish. Yeah, sure. That's fair. Uh, Dragon Ray Channel for Okish Orcus, Orcus Bowmasters. Hey, that's good card. Rewind like five minutes to listen to Anthony about that.
0: Yeah, listen to me complain about. Brainstorm's nothing. minor mi- minor misstep. Wow. Oh well, and I mean, in the main board, it's it's a good card. It replaces Mental Misstep and covers a lot of bases in the old stuff. So that's really important. And
1: unless submerge or submerge is a. Lord of the Rings card? Doesn't seem like any other what Lord is, of the Rings card. What, what? Submerge.
0: Submerge is not a Lord of the Rings card.
1: There we go. So, or- Orcish Bowmaster, only thing in that Delver list for uh Legacy. This one is very much a modern Gulgari Yogmoth with the Lighted Halfling in there. There is three Orcish Bowmasters, and... Two the One Rings, even the One Ring is making it into Yogmoth orderly.
0: I told you. Well, we will discuss this a little bit more when we get to the section about the One Ring. Yeah, but it looks pretty straightforward here. So the Delighted Halfling is
1: that mana that... It stopped. has
0: the uncountable legends yeah, so. clause. So any legendary spell to artifact, creature, so. legendary. It just keeps it uncountable.
1: Grist is uncountable. Yagmoth yep. uncountable. The One Ring, uncountable. Yeah, so A- I mean, like, I, don't I, know what, I don't know what you care about that, but there's that, and then mono green devotion, mono green devotion for Pioneer here. Uh, Cavalier of Thorns, Cityscape Leveler, the uh, the Elves Mystic and Lana War, Pelucronos, uh, the Pelucronos Reborn that turns into Engine of Ruin. Uh, That's a for, good one. Four Storm of the Festival, four Oath of Nyssa, four Wolf Willow Havens, and Nykthos, Lair of the Hydra. Basagi. And the one ring in there, too? It's everywhere. And the one ring is everywhere. <laughs> it's going to add everything. It's not in the Pioneer, stuff. so we're just kidding. We'll make sure to link this so that way you can yes. check out all the lists. Yep. And Want to keep going? Oh, uh, yeah. No. <laughs> Danny wants to Dan say says it, Danny says we're done. And we're done.
2: Move along.
1: Oh, we got Casey saying, Atarka is going in my Teamer Dragons deck for Pioneer. Is uh, Dragon Lord or the normal Lord Tarka? The non-Dragon Lord of Tarka. Dragon Lord I would du- assume Tarka double Dragon strikes Lord. everything, right?
0: No, no, that's the other one. That's a Tarka world render. Uh okay. Dragon so Lord but... Tarka is the one where as the battlefield you split five damage among creatures and planeswalkers. You dual shot.
1: You dual shot a lot you of dual shit. dual shot shit.
0: Oh, world. dual shot. Oh, man. This is bad. I just lost my stupid thing I had. My oh, motherfucker. Dragon Lord. Confirmed. Uh, keep talking about something. So,
1: as we're talking about <laughs> uh start talking about other things, we got
0: Anthony here being a professional podcaster with his phone. Listen, if the link for Facebook was the way it's supposed to be, I'd have this on hand. The one
1: So, the one I got here was not correct because the it link is, it's for the
0: prepping For for the RCQ this Saturday.
1: Yeah, at J-Dub Sports Cards and Gaming. That's exactly what we're getting ready to talk about here, Casey. But uh, apparently there's a prep on Friday. So I'll just read that real quick while Anthony looks up the actual events here. Uh join us in preparation for the RCQ Pioneer event this Saturday, July 15th. Make those final changes to your deck before the big event. Entry is five bucks. Promos and packs for participation with store credit based upon attendance going out to the top finishers. So it just kind of seems this is a good way to like get in and play test your deck before the actual event. Not gonna lie, I like it. And the fact that you get some promo packs out of there,
0: pretty sick. Nice, nice. So Oh my god. It was just there. Where'd it go? What you're looking for? I'm looking for the Saturday event. I, I got had it, it. it. I got it right. Did here. you find it? Yes. I got it right oh here. my god, it was there on my phone, and then I closed out for a
1: different window. DreamHack RCQ Season Four Pioneer Four Season Four Pioneer Qualifier. It is going down at J-Dub Sports Cards and Gaming for round four of the DreamHack RCQ. This is a Pioneer event with Swiss based Swiss rounds based upon attendance and a cut to top eight. Fifty buck entry participation promo is you get the unholy heat to the first 32 entrance in two packs of Dominaria remastered. That is pretty good. Yes. You can get a force of will on that baby. You top could. eight gets Eldritch evolution borderless promo plus a top eight pin and additional store credit prizing based upon the attendance. First place gets the invitation to the next regional plus an Eldritch evolution foil, a play set of regavan nimble pilferer borderless foils God damn, J-Dub is stacking you up. It's a competitive REL. Deck lists will be required. And this starts at noon on Saturday, the 15th, where registration,
0: I imagine, is an hour before. does is, not say here, it's, so it usually 11 is. o'clock. Yeah. Be there on time. Be to make sure you have your stuff registered. Do it the night before. Be smart. Yeah, get some preps and stuff, in that seems pretty fun, actually. Yeah, I wish I could go to that. Oh, well. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> so, we have a special thing that Magic Barcelona is going to be doing. They're also going to be doing a limited open, just like in lieu to Vegas for their 100K, except theirs is a 75K. Yeah. When I first saw that, I didn't pay <laughs> attention
1: to the Barcelona. And I'm like, oh, they took off 25K from the
0: limited open. And yep. Danny's
1: like, isn't that for uh, Vegas? I'm like, oh. This
0: is yep. Barcelona, Europe we are listening Due to the popularity of MagicCon Las Vegas 100k We are adding a similar event to Ticketed play offerings at MagicCon Barcelona and making a slight change To the ticketed play schedule uh, MagicCon Barcelona 75k limited <clears throat> open Is a competitive event that boasts a Large prize pool and the chance to win Invitations to our first 24 pro tour Taking place at MagicCon Chicago in February Ooh, that's kind of nice to know. This event is perfect for people who are interested in playing a large multi-day or yeah, multi-day tournament. The 75 k limited open will cost €135 euro to enter, prices inclusive of VAT and fees, and participants will need to buy a Friday and Saturday MagicCon Barcelona badge to participate in the event. MagicCon Barcelona attendees will be able to purchase this ticket play add-on from Thursday, June 29th at 6 a.m. Pacific time, uh via the uh, mtg festivals website which you can go to for it um if you have already purchased a badge for magic on barcelona log in with your grodix uh, account dashboard using an email associated with your purchase if you are unable to log in select click here to reset your password from the login page once you have logged in you will have access to purchase a new event this event will replace the friday july 20th pro tour qualifier all magic on... wait what really oh. I guess. I
1: didn't know that. Now you know. Now I know. This is why you listen to This Week in MTG. We read the articles for you.
0: Yeah, you don't have to read them then. Uh, all Magic Barcelona attendees who have signed up to participate in this PTQ can choose to add to be added to the limited open event at no extra charge or can opt to have their PTQ entry refunded. Please note, this ma- event has a maximum capacity of 1,200 players. Uh, you'll find the full Magic Barcelona 75K limited open event information below. So, like we talked about, entry fee is 135 euro. If you need to do the math, go Google, figure it out. Clearly, a lot of us aren't going to be going, so it doesn't matter to us. But to you, it might. 145? Yeah, roughly something like that. Remember, it's a dollar. It's a dollar eight difference. There we go. Uh, Total prize pool is 700 or 700, 75,000 USD. Uh, Additional prizes minimum eight invites to the first pro tour of 2024. All players with 36. Match points, a match record of 12-2, 12-2, or better, or earning a top-8 finish, whichever is greater. Receive a Pro Tour invite. Invites will not pass down. Very big to note. Taking place in February of 2024 at MagicCon Chicago. Max participants will be 1,200. Formats, day one on July 28th, will be Lord of the Rings, Tales of Middle-Earth, sealed. Eight rounds of Swiss. Players with 18 or more match points advance to day two. Day two will be on the 29th. Uh, this will be Lord of the Rings Tales of Middle-Earth Draft. Two, three-round, the Lord of the Rings Tales of Middle-Earth Drafts. Top eight players advance to final draft on Sunday. All players with 36 match points, a match record of 12-2 and two or better, or a top eight finish, whichever is greater, qualify for the Pro Tour. And then day three top eight on the 30th will be Lord of the Rings Tales of Middle-Earth Single Elimination Booster Draft. Your prize breakdown... First place will get 15K. Second place gets eight. Third through fourth get four. Five through eighth get two. Nine through 16 get a thousand. 17 through 24 get 700. 25 through 32 get 500. 33 through 48 is 400. And 49 through 96 gets 200. All USD, not euro. <clears throat> yes. All US dollars. <sighs> so don't have a Magic Con Barcelona badge yet. You can get one today, check us out, gather at the FIRA Grand Via this July, uh, check out the full ticket events schedule on their website stuff. Uh, every MagicCon attendee will also have access to the Command Zone, a dedicated free play space on site. Additionally, there will also be on-demand events available through the weekend, so get ready and have fun. We highly recommend if you're in the area, check out a MagicCon. It's worth the money. we all yeah. enjoy it ourselves. Yep. Vegas? Vegas? Vegas, <laughs> I
1: don't know. We'll talk about da, that. One. Danny's been there before; he can trust the ropes. I've been to Vegas before. Oh, and you're alive. Good. I mean, yeah. Danny. If Danny made it, I think we all can make it.
0: That's true.
1: So, yeah, that's Barcelona. What do we got next, Matt? Yeah, uh, Danny, you want to take off the one ring
0: news?
2: Did you guys read the article? I was did read the article. Article. I was the one that found the article. <clears throat> Actually, I read this article before. wasn't sure if...
0: You read it before I found it and sent it to you guys?
2: I read it when it was originally sent out. They just updated it.
0: Oh, they updated it again? Yeah.
2: Motherfuckers. All right. <clears> okay, <throat> so uh, Polygon has brought to us the attention of who found... Or, I guess, knowledge of where they found it from. Yes,
0: knowledge of where.
2: Um, so, the One Ring card... Uh, Magic the Outland Coveted Collectible uh, collectible has been found. Um, if you haven't been on the internet for the last two weeks. Uh, <laughs> I feel you, bad for you. <laughs> you, Yes. Um, but the, the one ring has been found. It has been graded. And they got a mere nine. A, for... mere, a oh, mere nine. Boo well, But the reason I'm saying a mere nine is for the fact that it was one of one. Yeah. Fair. <clears throat> It, it should have been perfect. I mean, technically... It should have been perfect. I, no,
0: I agree with you. I think no matter what anybody would say, even the grading based off PSA, mm-hmm. to, uh, Beckett, um, wherever you go CSG through, or it, it doesn't matter. Like Whatever their standards are, it shouldn't matter. It should just be a 10 automatically because, like you said, it's a one of one. Yeah. There's nothing else to compare it to. I mean, you compare it to the standards of what they have to go through, mm-hmm. but... It should just be a 10 or like I would just put it as like just I would put like whatever thing to like denote what it is per grading policy is. And then I would have something on the side being like, you know, it's it's one of one. Who cares? So,
1: so was it stated <laughs> uh, what PSA took the grades off? Because I think PSA, they have like four cores that no. they, they grade on. It's like corners, measurements, curl and like alignment or something like that. Maybe Yeah, centering. Um, Centering, there we go. Centering is a big thing, so we don't know what no, was it, the cause.
2: It doesn't give PSA doesn't give its score. P, uh, BSG does. Oh, uh, okay, okay. BSG breaks it down for uh, there three, so it's coloring, um, center and something else. I think corners. Okay, something like that. But yeah, no uh, PSA just gave it a nine. Yes, it's a one of one. It should have been higher. I just find it funny that it wasn't a 10 or it wasn't like a 9.5.
0: I had a lot of things I was reading, like people asking questions about this, like through different Facebook groups and stuff. And like mm-hmm. someone put, put the point out too, like if you were looking at this through like Beckett, the grading for this would have been probably like an 8 or an 8.5. Yeah. Just because of like your different things. Well, I, what I mean, but
2: you can, <clears throat> if you look at the picture on the web, on the article, it is off centered just a little bit. Yeah. um, You can tell that by the top. Um,
3: but so, and so then, then
2: some of the corners are. You can see in the bottom left. There's a little bit of white. I don't. Know, I think I don't know if it's just a miscut burr, or burr, what, burr, but burr. it happens. And the you, and we don't know what the backside looks like either. No, so. no, yeah, we
0: do. If you click on a thing, oh. you can go into a link that shows you the PSA stuff. Oh, nice. it doesn't. It doesn't give you a breakdown, but like you can see it. But I would say, like, I bet you the biggest dings for this were the edging yeah, the, the edging yeah the, with the foiling the cuz yeah. like they i mean this is a really decked out foil foil oh, based card oh, i mean how sure. are you not going to have some nicks and whatever happened to it yeah but like the, the thing i still look at though is like this thing could have had like a rating of like a 1 and this is still worth this much money y- yeah like well, you, it's a 1 of 1
2: you you look at the uh <clears throat> um the freaking stamp uh baseball card yeah. From like 1903 or whatever. That's a three out of ten. And it's worth millions of dollars. Yeah. Or like, hundreds of thousands of dollars.
0: So like I would I would definitely not be of someone to be like.
2: It's. No, yeah. The collectability of a one of one no matter what. The, yeah. The, the the, grading to be upset of this.
0: High. For anyone to be like. For anyone that of course doesn't have this and is upset because they're like oh why is it not a ten really. I mean everyone understands the same. We all talked about this just now. We, we all agreed upon this prior to this whole thing. Even yep. like. Based off the fact that it's a one of one, it should make it a ten no yep. matter what. Yep. But, and that's what I was saying. Like I would have something that says this would be a ten, alone, and then have a the thing on the side or something where it just right. says, per our grading though, this is what it got. Mm-hmm. And that'd be fine. We yeah. got
1: we got uh, Christian saying that watts quality is not good. Printing can be bad even for a one of one, and states I bet it curls. Well, they oh, showed it. It did
0: curl. They showed that in the video. Yeah, it, it would of yeah. the of whatever it was back in end of May when they were showing off uh, the Welcome to Lord of the Rings and maybe stuff maybe like they that.
2: shouldn't have put it in the water. I mean,
0: <laughs> it fell in there, got lost for a while in the river. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. I, it's it's whatever. It's fine.
1: Hard Casey also says I think this card edged a lot of people opening collector packs, but um,
2: anyway. Hey, back to, the, so, so back, to back to the story back, back to, to the story. I appreciate the joke, Casey.
1: I appreciate the joke
2: anyway. <laughs> Matt just likes me edged. Hey man, edged Give Lord. Give
1: me like potty jokes and I enjoy that shit. Like yeah, feel we'll Anyway, dude. anyway, Matt. Duty.
2: The one ring, a singular, serialized, one-of-a-kind card for Magic the Gathering has been found. Proof comes via the grading company PSA as we we're talking. Uh, which posted an image of the card Friday morning, um, so the Friday would have been the twenty twenty ninth. Twenty ninth. Yeah. No.
0: No. Thirtieth. It, it was the morning of the thirtieth.
2: Was the thirtieth? Yeah, because the first
0: the first was on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Because I remember this is the funniest thing in the world. Because, oh, side thing, sorry. Funniest thing in the world was at work. I had a coworker, one of my one of the guys that works under me. He's he was like hey, have they found that ring yet at all? And I was like, I haven't seen anything at all or anything like that. And it's like, maybe they have. I don't know. I said, I'm going to check up about it. And it was, I went to Twitter and I saw this. And yep. then the text message in our group chat showed up. And I'm just like, this is freaky weird. Why the fuck does someone just, somebody that has no idea about magic at all, someone that has, like, he's been just listening to me talk about it for like mm-hmm. a month. And then all of a sudden just randomly asked me, like, he doesn't know. He doesn't read anything with Polygon or Twitter, yep. or like any of the speeds. He's connected to the ring. I mean, maybe the ring called out to him to say, you should ask this question today. <laughs> but it was freaky weird. So I do remember this exactly being on the 30th, and it happened like 11 something a.m. for us. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Wow, specifically.
2: Anyway, do you remember Matt, Matt, Matt shut up. Just shut up, Matt. It scared me. Just let me finish this article, please. All right, we It we're was done. him. It was him. Shut Shh. up. This is why I've been gone for two weeks. <laughs> The uh, Wall Street Journal reports that the bearer wishes to remain anonymous, but multiple resellers have already offered millions to buy it. Uh, Magic's latest set of of cards, titled The Lord of the Rings, Tales of Middle-Earth, was created in coordination with Middle-Earth Enterprises. To celebrate the original novels by J.R.R. Tolkien, the set includes many copies of The One Ring, including perforated versions meant to be torn apart at the table, but publisher Wizards of the Coast has also created a singular copy covered in gold foil and etched with the original Elvish Black Speech inscription. Uh, when Tales of Middle Earth launched at retail stores on June 23rd, the one ring was said to be included inside collector boosters, high end packs with 15 cars inside each one. The promotion caused the price of collector boosters to climb past $518 nearly twice what similar products normally cost at launch. The One Ring is in Tales of Middle-Earth reflects the Ring's a unique role within the Lord of the Rings. Wizards of the Coast said in a statement to Polygon, Our team, along with the partners at Middle-Earth Enterprise, are thrilled to hear a tale of new ring bearer in possession of unique serialized One of One, the One Ring card and brought this part of the One Ring's adventure to a close. Should the bearer of the One Ring choose to accept it, a reseller in Spain is offering more than $2 million plus a trip to Europe in exchange for the card. On Friday, a New York-based reseller called David Adams had reportedly taken receipt of the card, but is not able to exceed its previously offered bounty of $1 million. The owner is accepting serious offers via its it's a third odd. Well wow. via its attorney through an email address email address is hello at the com, hmm. which appears to be managed by a Canadian marketing firm. Turns out the universe's Beyonce is actually great for teaching new players in the game with loads of powerful cards included in its starter set. Read more in our featured story.
0: And then also too there's two updates.
2: Yep. Um, So we got an update on 12-27 Pacific Time, Eastern Daylight Time. Polygon spoke Friday with Jeff Tyson, a co-owner of Maximum Games and Collectibles in Whitby, Ontario. Tyson said the one ring was found by the cousin of a regular customer who learned of an epic pull while in the store. That individual placed placed the card in a bank vault, secured legal representation, and then arrange for the card to get graded by PSA. It's not known at the time where the card was purchased or what the owner's plans to do with it. What's up, Matt?
1: So uh, it seems that Face to Face Games is claiming on Twitter. We can now con- quote from their Twitter. We can now confirm that the collector booster box, which contained the one ring, was purchased from Face to Face Games. Congratulations to our happy customer who would like to remain anonymous at this time. Uh, someone then in the uh, the tweets, yeah, replies ask the question, uh, was it purchased in-store or was it an online purchase? Face-to-face claims that the person bought some boxes online and additional ones when they came to pick up their order. So I imagine they're able to figure this out because there's like coding numbers and
0: stuff on the back
1: uh, yeah. of packs and boxes. And they yeah. are able to like figure out who got them. So if that's the case, good good to face-to-face games for...
0: Being the ones that had it and yeah. handed it on over to the... Joe Schmo. Yeah. How, how As of right now, known as Joe Schmo,
1: who, who who, got fired from that. It's like, who sold the box to this guy? You're fired. You
0: should have opened the I box. highly <laughs> doubt that was the case. No one got fired for selling a box.
2: Anyway, there's been another yeah, update. Gooseball. The anonymous owner of the One Ring is currently accepting serious offers in excess of $1 million through an attorney. Uh, we have updated the original story to reflect this.
0: Yeah. So basically, as of right now, though, they're... It, It's in limbo on if it's been sold or not. The big thing is like you have uh, Dave and Adams that they put something out there saying like they're trying to get it or claiming they had it or something like that. I can't remember what the whole thing for that was. Yeah, they said they put a they put a receipt. They 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 said they had a receipt for it, but they don't have any proof that they actually own it though yet. Yeah, like all like that was the big speculation that was an argument on Twitter for that for like their post that you saw a lot of feedback. Was
2: that was our conversation after i shared it it's like yeah we have the same thing their their wording was very vague vague and incorrect of verbiage
0: yeah because they're they're just i mean they're trying to buy it the problem is like you have multiple people that are offering more than a million dollars for this right now right the other thing too is like how many how many people out there besides that spanish store is offering two million plus dollars and we don't even know that yet. Like, we don't even know who these offers are coming I'm, from.
2: Well, that's the thing, though. <clears> we <throat> only know of the big one because they made it public.
0: Yep, that's right. So, I mean, this person right <clears throat> now is I'm, I'm having sh- a hard time.
2: I'm sure I'm sure they're reaching out to the big name here. So, you have Cassius March. Yep. That will probably easily hand over $2 million for it.
0: I mean, if Cassius you, wants us, he will. Post you, Malone. You have Post if he Malone too.
2: He'll, he'll easily do it. Um, those are, well. Rudy, but I doubt he'd spend two million dollars on the card. I
0: don't know. It's the one of one. He might yeah, want well, it. He might have the finances to do it.
2: My guess, if Rudy did it, he would actually rip it up on the stream.
0: I don't know what he'd do, but if he wanted
1: that, and bad, then cry he'd about it,
0: Yeah, uh, poke your mom with it.
2: That's his shtick, right?
0: Oh,
1: yeah. maybe
2: he will have to. Have... Pokemon. Anyway,
0: yeah. Point is, <clears throat> it's a. Uh, it's huge. It's a big fucking thing, and like. I think whatever I'm like I the biggest thing I can say is like we didn't get talked about this last week because we took holiday which is fine, but I I am gonna say my my viewpoint on this whole thing is that I'm happy it was pulled by somebody that wasn't a big name store big name icon and like you know I mean it's nice to see an average person was the person that pulled this. Granted, like they said, they had a couple boxes they bought plus they bought some when they got there. You know, I don't care what his financial setting was at the time. The reality is you pull a $2 million lottery ticket and now it changes your life. It doesn't matter what you're making before. It's you are average Joe getting this. The other thing I think is really important too is like this wasn't pulled in a gift bundle because if this was something that came out of a gift bundle in this week or next week, whenever it's supposed to release, you can just imagine the issues that people would have about it because like that's a... That's a second flood market situation. Which I know they said it could be in anything, mm-hmm. but I'm glad it wasn't a collector booster box versus that because for people that spent money on buying collector boosters, like you're just out money completely for this. I mean, it was out money, of course, that played the game and wanted to try to win a ring. But the idea though was like if it was that simple that was in there instead, like it then becomes the conspiracy of wizards knew exactly where it was and they wanted to put it in the aftermarket sales. Well, they.
1: <clears throat> They're able to track it
0: pretty accurately. I, and I know, I know that, which I'm saying is fine. I'm I'm saying though it's not what it would have it would have ruined a lot of things for customers in general. Like this would have been like going forward,
2: like people would never would have been
0: trusting the they, idea of they like, why would you do a collector box?
2: Then they shouldn't have put it on <clears throat> the hey, you can find these here. I think when they when they announced this. They just wanted people to squirm. They, well, yeah, probably a little bit. So but I that's the whole thing. Like, if you're stuff?
0: if you're if you're going to do it, you need to put it in. You need to put everything out there right away. It, oh, can't, yeah, for, it can't for a, sure, and that's why I say I'm glad it showed up in a collector box type setup or pack that versus the one pack that comes in a bundle. But hey, I mean, it like was said, it was
2: one pack in a box. I know. It doesn't matter if it was a collector box or hey, just happened to be the one pack that was in a gift bundle box. Yeah. It came out of a box. It
0: came it, true, but I just said it's like it's based off of when the release was. Though no, I get it. That's my issue. I,
2: no, I get I get your issue. But I'm just saying, if it came out of gift gift bundle, then you had a hell of a lucky pull. Yeah, you could have. But
1: does anybody want to hear no the interview that Dextro did with the the person who opened it through their attorneys? They're still anonymous, but yeah. Uh, Dextro.com has an interview with uh, that's titled, Here's what it's like to pull the MTG one-of-one the ring. Below is a set of questions we posed to the lucky individual. This was their response through their representation at Notable Group, which is the attorney that's helping them facilitate the purchase. Question. Could you elaborate on pulling the card? Where did it happen? How many collector boosters had you opened? Answer. I had pre-ordered a collector box. I had a pre-order of collectors box that I was pick up it was set to pick up June 17th but for some reason I woke up early on June 16th and decided to head to the store when it opened. I was the first one in. I asked if they had any collector boxes for sale and they said they had a few left so I bought two. I opened the extra boxes at home and there it was in the sixth pack of the second box.
0: Yeah. What I mean, was the It sounds like me like on my Saturday went and bought two boxes and I was like, I oh, you never know, maybe you could." What was the moment like
1: when you pulled when you pulled it? Did you believe it was happening? Did you shit your pants? <laughs>
0: that should have been a question. Yes, <laughs> I did.
1: Answer. Complete uh... and utter shock. My hands were shaking once I realized the card I pulled. I knew it was life-changing moment. Answer, <clears throat> yes, I Question my pants. I'd love to get you on the chase to find it. We obviously saw big streamers like XQC trying to track it down. So what do you make of all that? Answer. Every time I read something or see a video, I get hit with a wave of joy. Like watching Cash Cards Unlimited's live stream and seeing what he speculates the card to be worth and listening to him talk about the ring. Meanwhile, the whole time, I'm smiling from ear to ear with it in my hands. It's just amazing. The whole experience has been incredible. Question. I realize this is probably... Uh, nebulous for you now but what do you think this kind of hunt do you think that this kind of hunt is good for the game answer i think the whole collaboration including the hunt brought a lot of good to the mtg community it brought new players it brought back some of the old ones this set is fun to play and collect i hope they continue to bring more of these collaborations and more of these hunts question i guess ultimately i'd love to know how life-changing is this is this Strange, is it strange for you your interest in magic to shape your future like this? Answer: This is a once in a lifetime opportunity that will change my life. The kind that doesn't happen to people like me. I plan on selling it to invest and set up my future.
2: So was it, Josh Mo.
0: Like I said, Joe Schmo. It's really important. Like I just like I said, it sounded very similar to me. His idea of like I woke up early and I decided to go buy buy some stuff if they had some i had gotten my stuff that i had pre-ordered i opened it enjoyed opening it had fun felt the rush because that was one of the big things that uh what's his name bad boy gaming channel oh, i can't think of his name. he does a lot of stuff on youtube too yeah. anyways he was talking about that like this the feeling of of the exhilarating feeling of like trying to like not even about the one ring he's talking about even soul ring stuff like to hit that fourth common spot and be like am i gonna get something really cool out of here or not and like doing that with the packs, like that was enjoyable. And then, like I said, I just the next day was honest with myself and I was like, oh, I'll probably buy two more boxes for sure and try it out. And it was like I said, it was fun. Pulled some cool things, got a lot of cool extra stuff. So, if people want things for trades, you know, just ask me. I have it.
1: So, currently, <clears throat> n- nobody's seen that an offer has been made outside of that that's been accepted.
0: Yep. There's nothing in Twitter, nothing. Okay. It's, it, we are Once- still. We're Once still sitting at. Spain has their thing out the store there. Yep. And then Dave and Adams keeps having their stuff out there, saying like they're trying to mm-hmm. basically secure it. And the Hobbit. It. The Hobbiton still has theirs, but I don't think they have a million
1: dollars. They just said they're gonna fly you out to New Zealand. I think they
0: could offer to do something fun for you and then grade it and then send you back because that's all they can afford. Because no one's gonna like, a, like I said from the beginning with this whole fucking thing, after this thing hit a million dollars, there's no way. Like this person here. If he's listening to our podcast, his smartest thing he could do is try to find a way into a private auction somewhere and auction it off instead. Dude, an auction would be crazy to see because high high roller auctions. He, he could get like four million for this. Then
2: just just actually just sit on it for another ten years.
0: I you mean, to. if you're safe enough to.
2: Yeah, well, the guy. Well, What's in the just, bank? They got. It's in the bank. Well, pff, but I mean,
0: don't, you don't think they have robbers of banks?
2: Come on <laughs> for sure, but. Could you
0: imagine that, actually? Like somebody <laughs> creating a bank heist to go steal this out of a bank? <laughs> I'd be more worried
1: of the bank just blowing up in general before someone robs it. Just
0: saying. They find out where this guy's uh, lockbox is at. I, mm. They they could just bust in there to get that and be like, are you here to take the money? No, give us this lockbox specifically because we want the fucking card. Just this one box. <laughs> we want this one box and only that. Okay. They don't know. They don't know what you have secured in your lock boxes. That's what point of lock box. Very true. But no, I'm just like I said, it's. It's glad. I'm glad to see it was pulled out of collector booster packs from boxes, not from the gift bundle. And I'm glad to see also the fact that more importantly, it was pulled by a Joe Schmo. Very
1: what's, much so. What's going on? In we the got chats? we got Squarebox. Oi, welcome, buddy. Oi, welcome to the to the the lovely episode tonight. Yeah. We're ready to move on to the next part. I love how wanna... I was ready to type. I was. <laughs> and then you just like addressed it as soon as they're like,
2: typing. That's it what my job is. Yeah.
1: You're doing a very good moderating job.
0: He does it. Do you want to read the... I'll take the command ex... previews. Go for the next two. Do... Okay. Just take those. All right. All right. You'll pull them faster than the microphone will.
1: Do, do, do. We'll start with... So next news we have in this section is we got some more cards getting dropped, but digitally, not paper. Terrible. Explorer Anthology 3 arrives on MTG Arena. So this is the third set in the Explorer Anthology, which Explorer is Pioneer Light on Arena. These cards won't be legal; just be legal in Explorer. All these cards will also be legal in historic formats, giving you plenty of formats to test out these powerful cards. The cost of the bundle is 4,000 gems or 25,000 gold. They are going to be available July 18th to October 10th. Don't worry, you'll still be able to craft these cards using wild cards of the appropriate rarity after October 10th. Legality Explorer Anthology 3 cards will be legal to play in Explorer and all of the historic formats. Cards of Notes. Uh, Cyclonic Rift getting printed in this anthology. Uh, the anthologies are not like a whole set. There's like 15, 20 cards and stuff in there.
0: It's a snippets. Yeah.
1: So that's the only card in blue. Cyclonic Rift. We got Abbot of Kill of Carol Keep which is a prowess card. Uh, Shrapnel Blast, which deals five damage to any target. Green, we got Eidolon of Blossoms, Call, Court of Calling, World Spine Worm. Some solid cards. Got a bunch of charms here in the multicolored area. Do they give us all the Ravnica charms? Uh, we got Golgari Charm, Simic Charm, it Charm, Gruul Charm, Orzhov Charm. Just five. Oh, just five. Okay. The five enemy colored ones. But they also gave us cool cards. Yeah. Voice of Resurgence and Deathrite Shaman that you could play in Explorer, but not Pioneer. That's right. Hey, that's okay. Got to be able to play it somewhere. (laughs) Casey's saying, ah, yes. Pioneer staple Cyclonic Rift. I don't know, man. Like, it's a good blue spell that bounces shits. like ask for tron in pioneer now. Get us the tron lands and then you can like do blue tron in pioneer. Would pass. Yes. Would blue tron in
0: pioneer be good? Yeah, blue tron in pioneer would be really good. There Of we course go. tron in general would be really good. <laughs> I mean, we don't have all- card liberty. We already have green devotion. Mono green
1: devotion. Like it's not like you couldn't get there. Hey, with tron, you have a easier chance making a big court of calling.
0: You could also <laughs> just overload a <laughs> cyclonic griff really fast, too. <laughs>
1: Uh, So, multicolored Deathrite Shaman lands. We got the... uh, The the tangos. Tango lands. So, Canopy Vista. These are the ones that uh, they enter the battlefield tapped unless you control two or more basic lands. Canopy Vista, which is Selesnia, Cinder Glade, which is gruel, Smaller Ring Marsh, which is Rakdos. Sunken Hollow, which is demir, And Prairie Stream, which is Azorius. Thespian Stage. So, um, Lotus Combo. Yep. And, and Explorer, they're going to be able to play a lot more games here. Oh, they'll they'll have a much blade. better
0: fight. Yes. Facing Stage is really good for that. And those
1: are all the cards getting printed into the Explorer Anthology 3. Sweet. Are you excited for any of these cards?
0: I am. Which ones? I, I like them all. I think they're all they're... great. They're good fits. I think this is honestly a good snippet of things to put in there it kind of adds a little bit of something of some... uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like breaking the bank type stuff, but it's actually going to add something to kind of explore more about the meta online, at least.
1: We got Casey correcting me here, saying, Deathrite Shaman is legal in Pioneer, not in any good decks, but you can
0: try. Is it Modern, then, that is banned? Yeah, it's banned in Modern, and it's banned in Legacy? I'm pretty sure. I'll look that up. All right. So that
1: is explorer anthology three we have another anthology anthology seven for historic, historic. also coming to arena
2: it's abandoned modern legacy
1: modern legacy there we go
2: <laughs> okay
0: danny take away my thunder
2: my phone's faster yeah
0: just get a new phone old man get a better room in here man <laughs> i'm having issues connecting. connect connect he, to his wi-fi he has no issues well that's probably a good point i should probably connect my phone to your wi-fi have <laughs> you to not yet no, because I brought my computer the one time. I'll do it, okay? Danny, share me the password.
2: I don't know the password. So you should be
1: really share it. The, the next one is Historic Anthology 7. Same kind of shtick here. It comes out July 18th, and it's available to October 10th of this year. Bundle costs 4,000 gems or 25,000 gold, and it'll be legal in Historic. So you got cards getting added into Historic. Sun Titan in white, you got Frost Titan and Vendillion Click in blue. You got Grave Titan in black. Inferno Titan and Tribal Flames in red. Green got Primeval Titan. Jesus Christ. Yes. <laughs> historic is going to go bonkers having prime time. God Until dang. it gets banned. Uh, Wild McCoddle. No, it's Historic. It's going to get adjusted. We're going to see what they want prime time to actually be, because Historic is where they
2: like, adjust no, the cards. No, that's Explorer. Oh, no, That's not Explorer. Explorer's, just, Explorers or are or alchemy. alchemy. That's alchemy. You're right. Yeah,
0: Historic has alchemy and everything.
2: Yeah. But this is Historic, so it's not getting changed. Ah,
1: damn. Yeah. I was about to say, that would be a cool thing to see. Like, how how would they word the Titans? So, yeah, prime uh, Primeval Titan, Wild Necodle, Acidic Slime, and Tooth and Nail. Green getting a lot of cards here.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Blood Braid <laughs> Elf in the multicolored slots. In the Artifact slot, you got Mortar Pod, which is a living weapon. Interesting card to add in. Worn Power Stone, Sword of Fire and Ice. The lands, you're getting the... what? What is the, consensus? One. What is the consensus on them? Are they called Canopy Lands? Are they called Horizon Lands? I
0: just call Pain. them the Horizon Lands.
1: The Horizon Lands. So Fiery Islet, Sunbaked Canyon, Nurturing Peat Land, Silent Clearing, and Waterlogged Grove. These are the ones where you tap, pay a life, add a color corresponding to it, and then you can pay a colorless, sack the land, and draw a card. And these are all the enemy-colored ones, too. Deep. There you go. So, historic anthology 7. Another, I don't know, more cards coming to arena. You know, arena players love to have more cards to be able to use, so I think this is good.
2: I, could, I was going to say, I'd put Primeval Titan into a brawl deck. Yeah, you would. Make how how him, would make him great? How would uh, I have no idea.
1: Casey, how would Primeval Titan do in your Minsk and Boo deck?
2: <laughs> Minsk and Boo. It'd
1: probably do some just, work. Just get a Titan in there with a hamster, figure out how to have. You can't put titan. it
2: in. I thought Miskimboo was uh, red white. Red green. No, oh, it's, it's, red, green. it's red green. red,
0: green. Yep. Oh.
1: So it yeah. can go in there.
2: I don't know. It, you wouldn't need it.
1: <laughs> that deck just kills before fucking primetime is even online. It's like.
0: It's just a threat I... to have something cool do something else. That's all it would be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're scared of
1: it. You survive like wave four, five, and six of this fucking hamster, so now you gotta deal with the prime time.
0: Yippee. it <laughs>
2: will be like, oh shit.
1: <laughs> oh boy, it would slap Casey says in the chat.
2: Just path the, the primeval. You're pathing the boo before it could do shit though. Well, you have other things
1: you just blow it up boo with. boo is scary as shit. Question, how is boo doing in Legacy? I know that deck was a hot thing still. Minskin boo deck still a terror on Legacy maybe as soon as uh, Anthony reads next, but I'll look that
0: up. Okay, so we have some Commander Masters previews coming up mm-hmm. and where to find them. Mm-hmm. So from Watsy themselves, it's time to take command of Commander Masters. If you're a Commander player in search of the exciting previews for the set, we've created this guide to all the, all the reveals of Commander Masters. The celebration starts on July 11th, 23. Hey, that's tomorrow. Yippee. Uh, where we'll be holding the debut Commander Masters. Check it out on the official Magic the Gathering YouTube channel or twitch.tv slash magic at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 p.m. Eastern Time, and, of course, 11 o'clock here. Uh, for an in-depth look at the reprints, draft experience, and secrets of Commander Masters, this page will, uh, will help you follow along with everything coming by giving you the outlets where upcoming Commander Masters previews are planned on each day, The goal is to help you find what you're looking for for every day and avoid engaging in previews if you choose. And if you just want to see all the cards that have officially previewed in one place, you can always check out the card image galleries for Commander Masters, Variant and Booster Fun Treatments, Commander Deck Cards, and Art Cards. We'll add links when the galleries go live beginning July 11th. Until then... Bookmark this page and check back each day as more Commander Masters reveal. Stay legendary. So, we have on July 11th... Oh, Buck, there's a lot of people to read off. Oh, God. Sorry. Just read the few hey, first re- ones. Read,
1: read the notable ones that you can like scan
0: through. Who, who, <clears throat> who do people know? I mean... Are we on there? No. They didn't give <laughs> us a card. I wish they did. Uh, yeah, so starting tomorrow. I'm just going to read tomorrow's for sure, mm-hmm. and then I'll scan through the next ones. So we have at MTGJP, Casual Magic, Cool Stuff, Inc., Good Luck, High Five, Loading, Ready, Run, Magic the Gathering, Japanese Facebook, Magic, or Making Magic, Vorthos Cast, and Weekly MTG Debut. Just to start it off, on the 12th, we have Card Kingdom, Cassius Marsh, um, you have EDH uh, Recast, Geek Culture, Gavin Verhail will do one, Nitpicking Nerds, uh... Like Commander Tavern. I don't really know them, but I've heard of them before. Uh, so that's kind of the no ones we kind of got there. 13th, we're looking at... Wow. I don't know a lot of these ones. I'm sorry. Um, Moxfield, Polygon, PC Gamer, uh, Star City Games, Soul Ring. Of course, at the bottom of the ones I would know. TCG Player slash Channel Fireball. They'll have one too. They're slashed together. Oh yeah, uh, the fourteenth. You got uh, Andre Magucci. Uh, you also get to have Gamespot, Good Games, MTG Goldfish will get theirs then. Quest for the Jank Lord. Weekly MTG on July eighteenth. Commander Masters deck previews July 17th will be Commander at Home with the Sil- Sliver Swarm deck Ooh. Planeswalker Party will be July 18th with Weekly MTG Enduring Enchantments will be on the 19th with the Command Zone and then you have Eldrazi Unbound on the 20th with Loading Ready Run so those are your decks which personally those are the things that I'm looking forward to the most. Until you see the cards in the set. I'll pass I'm going to wait for singles for that one this is not a. You're, you're gonna buy a box the morning of again. <laughs> no, I am not buying a no fucking box <laughs> the morning two. of. And I'm not. No. Yeah, that's right. You're buying two. No. Remember. Remember. I don't have stupid Daniel. Lough, are okay. we? Are, I'm not no, gonna no, buy a pack up. and just add an awesome card.
1: To are we gonna more. trust you, the guy who bought two mystery booster boxes without realizing you bought two mystery booster boxes? You're gonna that do this That was a again. big
0: mistake. That was a huge mistake. <laughs> I would like to have kept those, but reality told me don't keep those, so I didn't. <laughs> Trust me, it felt really bad not having those in my possession. I bet you, if anything, if I had those in my possession, I wouldn't have gave them back. I'd have uh, been like, well, you know, I could open these all.
1: To those curious about what we're talking about, go listen to our uh, bonus episode that we did after MagicCon Minneapolis. Our Drive
0: Home. is our Drive Home episode. It wasn't a episode. bonus episode. Oh. It was the actual cast it episode. Was the cast. It was the actual one. We drove and talked. Yes, that one. It also is a little rough on the sound, but that's what it sounds like when you're in a vehicle driving. I think
1: it sounded way better than what it could have.
0: Yes, it did. We just uh, know for next time a little bit different of things. And also, uh, I need a better mic setup if I'm driving. Because <laughs> it was super hard to drive and keep keeping the mic by my face. Because I needed two hands at certain points. We'll, we'll get more practice. Be, look, be
1: on the lookout for more car episodes in the future.
0: Yeah. let will get a setup where it stands in my face.
1: Anyways, Mo- Monday nights are now going to be
0: uh, we're, <laughs> driving. We're, it's our
1: drive around Fargo episode. We're going to take uh, take Mark Rosewater, give him a run for his money. With our, our on the tour? No. We'll, we'll, we'll figure about our drive to. Because you guys drive to work. Ooh, Drive to play. Drive to play. Drive to play. Nobody take that idea. <laughs> well, you better fucking get that trademarked uh, after the or, show. Or just cut it out. So if you're listening, why there's an awkward
0: cut? Yeah, I can't tell you. We yet. can't tell you. Screw you. We're not telling oh, you. Yeah. Should have been secrets. here sure. live. Yep. Should have heard it with Patreons. Yeah. Fuck pa- you, Patreons
1: are here, because I ain't anywhere now for the Patreon.
2: Anyways,
0: Patreons, I know you. Let's I see let's you.
2: move to everyone's favorite section and <laughs> let's have Matt guess this card.
0: I love this part. I gotta guess the card now. Yep. No, we're just kidding with you. It's just guessing. It's just guessing the format, okay, okay. Matt? I know a lot of cards. But. All right, so we're heading over to the Conjured Currency, where we go to MTG Stocks to read the articles of the Weekly Winners, mm-hmm. which is always put out on a Friday, and we're on Monday. So just a reminder, things can change over that time. Yep. Yeah. So we're going to start off with the Weekly Winners, Matt. Number one, Birth of the Empyrean. It is Jumped. for $7.97. This is the Saga that came out of the Universes Beyond Warhammer 40k decks. This is the Esper one. I don't remember offhand what the name of each deck is because this has been a while. But we're just going to go with the Esper's uh, colored one. We have our average price at $7.26. Market price is $7.20. The low right now is 6 dollars and the European average is 67 cents. Also, remember, too, market is people trying to buy. Average is what sell.
1: Average is what they're selling. Market, market is what so people yeah, are buying. So yep. I said that right.
0: Cool. I said it once for right. Anyways, uh, so this, shut up. <laughs> I said it once for right. Once for right. Just for right. <laughs> Anthony. Leave it just, alone. Just Anthony. Just me. Just so anyways, Anthony being Anthony. Matt. Just Anthony. Why? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, why is this card moving up? Because of what format? What does the card do again? Your mother. <laughs> Just kidding. Did you read the card or no? No, no did I didn't read the card. Okay, like, Alex, you got me all fucking <laughs> flustered with your thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ!
1: That's
4: what I said.
0: <sighs> I'm off for a week and I'm all fucked up. Don't worry, that, that's that's bound to
1: happen. We're all off kilter here. Danny, he has not said Niv Mizzet once yet. I Wait, know.
2: no, is that kicking the knee pretty soon?
0: Kicking the knee, though. That's a new one. All right. Birth of the Imperion is two white, blue, and black. It is a enchantment saga. It has Chapter 1. Create a 2-2 white Asterisk Warrior creature token with vigilance for each opponent you have. Chapter 2. Each opponent sacrifices a creature. Chapter 3. Draw two cards for each opponent who controls fewer creatures than you. Matt, what format is causing this card to move up? Commander. what card
1: card? he's telling you what card i'm asking the format oh let's see if i can guess the card okay so so it's an esper it's making tokens it's making you sack things and you draw cards oh man i i really have not paid to anything lord of the rings but i'm gonna take a stab in the dark that something in lord of the rings is causing this one to move up because that's like the newest set uh it's gonna be a white card in lord of the rings It's
0: gonna be a white card, huh? In Lord of the Rings, it's
1: sort
2: of. What is it?
0: What's the card? Give us the card. Quit beating around this bush.
2: (sighs) Gandalf's bush? No, Tom. Tommy Bombadil, baby. It's a saga. The the saga. It's a saga. I forgot
0: about Tom Bombadil. Oh my god! You were a fifth right in the color, at least. I was. (laughs) Was I right on the format?
2: Yeah, of course. Us is Tom.
0: It's it's commander. It's it's going because of Tom Bombadil. Um, it's just a—it's a powerful <laughs> card. It's something that with Tom's abilities, repeat draw, uh, repeat tokens. Repeat you can kills. you can repeat like, stuff yeah. like, well, not so much the repeat cards because you're gonna have it go bye bye at that point. But the repeating the sacrifice outlet or repeating the making of tokens tokens is really what do you want, Matt? I'm saying uh, Squarebox in the Twitch chat says woohoo, my favorite part in
1: here. Moving to the contra Oh,
0: he likes it when you have to guess.
1: Or she or him? I don't know. Squarebox, okay. are you guessing to Squarebox, or are you reading the article and you know exactly why so, these cards are moving up? Anyway,
0: that's that is why it's moving up. You were correct. Pass. pass. Remember, Boop. I, I don't do point, point systems. It's pass or fail. I passed. You so, passed.
1: I can pass. No, no. <sighs> Patrick Swayze, you know his whole staff thing in that movie.
0: You're that's a fucking a, dummy. <laughs> All right, number two, we have Canotech Wraith, which is also another card from the universe beyond forty K. It moved up three hundred and two percent to four dollars and ninety eight cents. Canotech Wraith is a three, three generic artifact creature wraith, two one that says uh, it has the ability Wraith Form, which means when it uh, it can't can't be blocked. Okay, yeah, it was a little fuzzy there. It can't be blocked. And then it has Transdimensional Scout. Yep. Uh, when a Canatec Wraith deals combat damage to a player, you may pay three generic mana and sacrifice it. If you do, search your library for up to two basic land cards with the same name as a land you control. Put them onto the battlefield, tap, then shuffle. Come on. Come on. Come uh, Average price was five dollars and forty three cents. right now market price is four dollars eighty four cents. The low is 39 cents for European average. Matt, why is this moving up in price? What for, Matt? Jesus, um,
1: commander, it's getting you basic lands. Like it's not getting played in Legacy, so commander.
0: Yes, it is commander. The real reason why for commander though but is why? because oh, well, I know no, we're not having much answer. Okay. We're going to move on. The real reason why is because, once again, Lord of the Rings. We have new Wraith cards. Because oh, of the Nazgul. Oh, Yeah,
2: people are making so, Wraith typal commander yep. decks. Okay.
0: Typal, tribal, whichever word you're going to use. Remember, Wizards is the one moving to typal, not us. N- they're not moving to typal. They're, 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 there's just their internal lingo is all there. I said. know. It's type theme, thematic deck. I like that the best, actually. So everyone's making Wraith themed decks, which is really cool um yeah so you just have fun you know i'll let you go ahead because i'm moving to the next card anyways
1: okay so we got we got squarebox saying about this being his favorite section yes sir i don't know where the article is located all i know is you did uh, metamorphic alteration a few weeks ago and i found 10 in my bulk i did see that and i told him <laughs> that's <was> awesome <laughs> that's so fucking good holy shit did you cash out on that then let's see i mean possibly speak of which just found another one <laughs> Nice. 11. 11.
0: If they're still high, square box you should probably sell as most to accept a playset. Keep the playset, sell the rest. Yeah, if you want to do that uh, Pioneer deck with uh,
1: the Dross there. Like yeah, of the that... Dross. Oh, are we going gonna... to. I'm excited to know about the uh, DRC events at J Dubs this weekend. I want to know who's coming with that deck.
0: Nobody.
3: Nobody?
1: You don't think so? I, I really think it's going to do the whole inverter shell.
0: It's not that good. It just oop, shocked and odd people for a second, and it know. probably we'll, died out fast. We'll see. Moving on to the number three card for this week. Number three. Cauldron Familiar. <sighs> okay. Moved up 184% to $6.30. Uh, Come on, phone. As of right now, the average price is five ninety nine. Market price is six seventy nine. Jesus, and that's a Boils. Oh, uh, no, it's uncommon. Oh, the cat is uncommon cat. Boils for the kitty cat, eighteen ninety nine. Jesus. European average is a dollar forty three and the low for the non foil version is three fifty. Um, this is a card that it had a jumpstart printing as well. Yeah,
2: mind you, these prices are thrones of eldrain. Yeah. Okay.
0: So this is for the throne of Eldrain card. Um, and of course what the cat does, if my phone would load fast enough. Professional podcasting my... here, folks. Shut up. Just Anthony. Just, just Anthony. just me. It is a one black one one cat creature which says: Whenever cauldron familiar enters the battlefield, each opponent loses one life, and you gain one life. Sacrifice a food, return cauldron familiar from your graveyard to the battlefield. Matt, what format is this causing it to jump in price?
1: The unfortunate thing about this is like this goes in more formats than those other two cards. You
0: are not wrong. So are you going to pass or fail this? Uh, I'm hoping. So I'm what pass format fail. does this go?
1: Can I? I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that. Can you it's, phone a friend? No. No, I'm not gonna phone a friend. I'm gonna say. <laughs> Oh, but it has food. So, yeah. I'll, just I'll, pick one. To my chagrin, I'm going to say modern just because of Lord of the Rings, all the food coming in there. There's probably a new Asmo food deck, and they're putting Culturing Familiar in there. Isn't Samwise Genji a combo? In I'm modern? asking you if this I'm is your choice.
0: Modern's modern is my choice. Your modern is your choice. And the answer is... I'm just fucking with you. It's modern. Oh, And thanks. yes, Samwise Genji oh, is you know, a part of this shit. because what is happening is the food decks are taking a shift from a Grixis build over into a Obzom build. Okay. And because of Samwise. Because Samwise, his ability is another piece that combos with this cat, besides like oven and other stuff, would be because whenever a creature enters the battlefield, a non-token creature enters the battlefield, Samwise Ganji makes a food. So you have an alternate source to keep the rolling of this food combo and also which is good they've also seen some changes where uh oh what was the thing they maybe this is something i read somewhere else anyway the point is um it's uh they've come to find that like oh ranger captain eos that's a big big piece of this so ranger captain eos is like a nice tutor card to help you find the cat so they genji one power two no i'm pretty sure he's a two two okay um yeah, he's a two-two for a white and green. Okay. So the big the big thing they're finding is that the obson builds are much stronger, and like you can still run Asmo in her in there because she does play on the black side too. Mm-hmm. So they're finding that this deck for modern has been a much oh I was listening to Faithless Brewing that's where I found I heard about this. So um, yeah, this is the big thing is like white has more options, more security options for fighting things. So like. Your sideboard options become stuff like Prismatic Ending, and you have Path to Exile, you have uh, Solitude. It's like you have options that are much higher than the Grixis had before. Yeah. So this is kind of coming a big thing. Um, quick shout out about Faithless Brewing podcast. They are a great source for talking about cool modern decks. People should check them out. I enjoy them all the time for that. And they had the last episode or episode two weeks ago. They were talking about two different versions of this deck. Okay, so a lot of fun. We got
1: Henbanger in the chat actually saying before you talked about them saying because uh, uh, Squarebox in the chat was asking us to post a, a, a list of that Demir altercation deck. Oh, the one we had. Yeah, with the uh, the Dross, and so uh, Henbanger oh. comes in the chat saying Faithless Brewing talked about a brew with <laughs> fight rigging and the alteration of the Dross, seems yeah. janky and fun. So
0: we will uh, Head, we'll post. Fan of Faithless Brewing as well. A man of culture. Fuck yeah. Um yeah, we'll we'll make sure, remind me, we'll work on uh putting this into our pioneer and our modern uh Discord. Discord stuff. So you guys can check those deck lists out. Um
1: Square Box says, What Cauldron Familiar digging out. Square box, let
0: us know when you find whatever you got in there. <laughs> I'm curious. Get some more cauldron familiars. You've got a foil one, sell it. Do yeah. not hold on to that. Sell it. Drop that baby. So and then of course we got a fourth card this week. Oh, a fourth card. Oh, well, I'm sorry for delaying this. I thought it was only gonna oh, be three. I don't know. So we have Lotho, Corrupt Sheriff, which is also from Lord of the Rings. Okay. Uh jumped up 178%, seven dollars is the price right now, currently. Uh black and white, two one, legendary creature, halfling rogue. Whenever a player casts their second spell each turn, you lose one life and create a treasure token. Come on. There we go. Average price, $5.72. Market price, $4.60. Foils, $6. European average, 1 euro 61 cents. And the average low price right now is set $3. So, Matt, the question is, what format is driving this price? I'm going
1: to just jump in and say modern again.
0: He is saying modern. Because an
1: opponent casts a second spell, you make a treasure. That's the... The text on it?
2: Yes. Yes. Okay.
0: Whenever a player casts their second spell. Oh, a player. Whenever a player casts their second spell each turn, you lose one life and you create a treasure. Yeah. Modern.
1: Mm hmm. Uh, if I, I, I can't, it's not a tax stack. It's definitely not a tax stack.
0: Well, That's anyways, I, I don't know. It's correct. Modern is the thing. Normally okay. it's commander stuff they talked about in the beginning of this piece. Uh, but here's the main thing. And while this may sound good, the real reason for the spike seems to be. Coming from aspiring Spike, oh, to who has score. been playing a black white deck in modern alongside Orcish Bowmasters, that's been making waves oh, in a is... bunch of formats where it's legal. This won't be the first time Spike gets a card to well, Spike. Ha, ha 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 jokes. But yeah, that's the whole reason is it's a it's a modern theme thing, though it is found in commander decks and stuff too. So I mean, like, just it's a solid it, card. It's a general. solid card. I mean, it's based off of a second spell. It's it's a kind of variation of Ledger Shredder in a good way because, like, you're getting the treasure. Like, that's really important. Mm -hmm. Life of loss or loss loss of life, Eh, but treasure's cool. Also, if you have any cool token stuff, you can do that too. So, anyways, moving on to cheap pickups. You have Serac and Goreclaw, which is moving up again to $4.39. This is out of the March of Machines where it's the Combo Legends card. Uh, this is also a newer one, so we'll read this really quick. Serac and Goreclaw, which is a 4 and 2 green legendary creature. Human Bear, 6-5. It yeah, has bears. trample. Other creatures you control have trample. And whenever another non-token creature enters the battlefield under your control, put a plus one plus one counter on it. It gains haste until end of turn. Not bad. Good for Commander. That's good. Yeah. Uh, we have Silverback Elder, which is slowly moving down. $6.31. Um We've read this before. Check it out. Big reason why it was moving up. Now it's moving down. I'm guessing is based off of, ooh, what's his name? The monkey dude that came out? Ukiba. Ukiba. There we Ukiba go. Ukiba something. Prince. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's Ukiba. So this is moving down, which is fine. Uh, and then we have Goldspan Dragon <laughs> slowly moving down from its reign of power. Ten dollars and fifty cents though still. It so like it's a, not super cheap. It was a
1: fifty dollar card, but well, it really dropped in price when it was printed in that Pioneer deck or whatever. And that.
0: also moved out of standard too, which was huge. That too. But uh yeah, pick these up. That's good. You know, that's what we got for the hundred currency on our MTG stocks that we read all the time.
1: A good tool you can use to pick up some to help know when to pick up cards or to sell cards at a desired price is checking out TCG Sniper,
0: yeah,
1: not sponsored, but just a really cool website. They are a price tracking website where you can put in cards from um, TCG player, and soon actually they're working on a thing right now of at least being able to check on Card Kingdom, if I'm not mistaken. Ooh, so that'd you be can nice. Just see if Card Kingdom is cheaper or like the price of Card Kingdom. I don't think so it gonna I change? don't think it gives you alerts on a Card Kingdom price, but oh. you can like compare when you set it up i think that's how that's going
0: change the name of their thing from tcg sniper to tcg king sniper maybe take (laughs) it
1: up with uh i don't care take it up with john penguin on that one but But uh price tracking website uh you enter in a card into uh 15 options for just like their base sign up for free you get 15 options of products that you can do from ranging from cards to booster packs to booster boxes and uh whatever tcg player sells on there but if you go over there, sign up, and say that the guys that This Week in MTG sent you, you'll get three months free of their Plus program, which gives you unlimited products to enter. Unlimited. So if you're really into checking that, checking out that aspect of the the collecting game of cards moving up and down in price, highly recommend them.
0: And we also have it on our Discord, too, from your 15. Was the Touch of Darkness?
1: oh yeah touch of darkness that that's a card that's moved up that wasn't for me
0: that was robs oh okay. cousin cousin robs had his his linkedin yep so i should randomly just like start writing up like 15 cards for people to be looking for all the time we'll have to talk about how i do this on discord since i'm now a full-fledged person admin you got everything now is there is there something we're missing i feel like no nope. at this as far this as i know there isn't There's probably is something oh the only fans yeah, no. Dan. Dan doesn't want to share that with anybody. He just got all these few I for himself. I told you all this stuff.
2: I told you all the login stuff.
0: So, but yeah, that's 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 easy sniper. Good, good, good quality stuff right there.
1: And I think we're at the end of the episode here. Heck yeah! Mm-hmm. Look at three people and under an hour and a half. That's good. So, our obligatory blame Garrett for making it long. Now,
0: Is it as it stands, whoever's not here, it's their fault all
1: the time. <laughs> all the time. Except it was, for it was your fault two weeks ago. Yep. Because you make it
0: longer. Clearly. Yes. And now Garrett's not here. And he makes it longer. And then prior to that, it was Danny and Garrett. Because we were doing great on our own. Yeah. Fucking fabulous time. I don't know. Just, just what it is. <laughs> it brings out the worst in us when we have certain people with us. I don't know.
1: I guess. <laughs> uh, thank you to all you legendary magic folk for making it to the end of episode 194 of This Week in MTG. Big thank you to our Patreons who support... who. Who think that the content that you just listened to is worth supporting? I like broke down there Birds in my head. are hard. Jesus Christ. Burnt, burnt. burnt.
2: You you literally have this speech uh, it's written right down in front of, of, you. of me. It's
1: right in front of me. I was reading the sentence and my brain just snapped there. Brain took a took a nap. Oh my god. We'd also like to give a big thank you to JW Sports Cards and Gaming for sponsoring us. And if you're looking for anything magic related, go check them out. Go play. The Pioneer RCQ this weekend. If you're in the FM area,
0: and also make sure if you got time, play the Friday before so you can test your deck out and see what's going to happen. Do it up,
1: and do it for me because I won't be there. Yes, and uh, join the Discord. Send pictures just to make uh, Anthony sadder, Casey. Yeah. That's your homework. That yeah, is your Casey, homework.
0: that's your homework. Make me cry. You probably won't, but still. oh, he will. I mean, if he just does a great job posting, if he come, sure. if he
1: comes up with this Artarka deck. Shows it to you, Team and, then, and then he kicks you in the nuts. I imagine you're gonna cry.
0: Uh, if I get kicked in the nuts, I'm not gonna cry. I'm gonna probably whoop the fuck out of somebody. You better run fast if I get up. If you get up, well, I'll get back up, trust me. There we go. Well, thank you. Back.
2: If you get up, they didn't get, hard. they didn't get kicked hard enough.
0: Yeah, if I get back up, that's a problem. You better get out of the way. And with that magic, folk, we will catch you next time. Bye. Goodbye.
3: Congratulations. You made it to the end of this week's episode of This Week in MTG. Your listenership means so much to us. Make sure to follow the podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or on the podcatcher of your choice.
1: Casey says they probably won't be playing a Tarka deck this weekend. It's probs garbage.
0: It's probs garbage. Oh, man.